fucking dating and love seek treatment if you're boring as fun seek treatment if you're unlucky in love seek treatment if you just can't take a hit we'll seek treatment with cat and pat hey hello how Stop. are you don't you dare <laughs> yeah. the material towards me Wait. I did it just calling, right. Calling the idea of the singing note. hello, my material is so sad but true. <laughs> now, when I, whenever I sing a note, for example, I'm always brought back um, to rock band and trying to like sing and like totally. make it so that it goes the arrow. It warble, and, so we don't want any warbling. And that, of course, brings me to the place where I think of that woman um, whose yep. name I forget from Love is Blind, who Danielle. did it, who kept her, Danielle, who kept her rock band out in the living room. And she thinks that, it's okay to keep rock band out so people can play it. <laughs> she is so specific. Like, I know that girl. I Let me know t- that I have so girl. much to tell you. Okay, One. wait. First of all, I'm Patrick Cappuccino. And oh, and of course, Cheat. I'm kittycatcappuccino.com. And this is C.G. Reno Podcast about boys, sex, sex, sex dating, and love. Which makes the world go round, by the way, while we're at it. Uh, what the for the way you look at me? Okay, what, is that so song, I, what is that song at the end of the day make you think of? One, two, trap. three, parent trap. Yeah, okay. Okay, guess who I found myself Googling last week? Who did you find yourself Googling? I said, I said at this point, we have to find out. It, it was similar to the Post Malone situation yeah. from a few years ago. I said, it's time to find out what is a machine gun, Kelly. Okay, and because I kind of know... <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly, because I like that song, Your Ex's Best Friend, or My Best Friend's Ex, or whatever it's called. See, I, I went... I, I swear went to God, I'll never fall in love. It's so <laughs> good. I, so I went to Spotify being like, do I even know any of his songs? Surely I must know, like, the most popular one, because they play at, you know, at the Whole Foods or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Where I'm always at. And yeah. um, the Whole you Foods live. where I'm always at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Um, no, I didn't recognize the music. Uh, he is from my hometown, so I, of course, feel extremely, extremely connected to him. Now, I didn't know he was male identifying for the longest time because of his name being famously Kelly. Um, Kelly's one of those names. And you know what? Sometimes even, sometimes even, um, there's a lot of those names, like Leslie. And I'll always the amazing lesson that we can all learn, which is that in season maybe seven of the amazing race <laughs> there was an older couple named meredith and gloria meredith was gonna go ahead and be the man of the couple interesting meredith meredith, meredith the man, the man. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway if i was gonna pick a name that like wouldn't work for that i'd probably pick meredith like courtney yeah meredith is like really hard to make work you know what's so, so my mom just texted me she was like i was like i have i'm in zoom meetings all day she's like oh, she just texted me when you have when you need a break Remember, you have to print your forms, write checks, and send in your taxes. I responded, sounds like a relaxing break. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know, I think you might be able to notice I have a glow about me because, A, I deleted TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter from my phone all weekend. Wow. Wow. That's pretty good. I immediately got a migraine. You know what I mean? Uh, Oh, really? Like, I I think – well, it was so – so I went to actually meet up. I did it. I was feeling so good. Brian was out of town. I went to meet up with – Michelle Collins and Chris Murphy and Larry Owens. Oh wow! And we were having um espresso martinis. And I was name like, a more iconic no, quartet. Oh wait, let me tell you this: we're sitting there. I'm like laughing like I haven't laughed in a really long time. I'm having so much fun, and I think my body like relaxed for the first time in a month, and immediately my vision goes out, and I had to walk home because my mm. migraine. And they were like, "Are we annoying?" I was like, "No, this is truly like." A compliment to you because it's, this only happens when I actually relax. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's oh well. 
I am. Um, wait, what was I going to say? I want I to make one of those. I want to make one of those flyers where you say like your dates. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. You should. I know. I'm going to those random places coming up. Um, do you know how to do that, or do you want a hand? I'm gonna have Angela give me a hand because he oh, works he'll in be so the visual media. He works in the visual media in every which way he oh, can. I bet he'll make you look real nice, actually. Well, I don't necessarily want to be a picture of me. I just want like your one of the most basic things ever, like cute fonts or something at least, nice color. I guess, but nothing too crazy in terms of cute fonts and nice color. Yeah, keep it simple, yeah, stupid. Keep it, li- keep, it- <laughs> keep it simple, stupid is so rude, actually. Like, I know, actually, we- I just saw a song on TikTok where a girl's like, because I'm stupid. I'm like, ladies, let's, let's not. You're not stupid. <laughs> yeah, seriously. If you, um, It's like, ladies, if you measure a fish's intelligence by its ability to climb a tree, I'll spend this whole life thinking it's not intelligent. And that's what that lady needs to hear. And that's what the inventor of the phrase, keep it simple, stupid, needs to hear. Because the other person on the other end of that who isn't keeping it simple still has some amazing traits about them. They're actually quite, quite, quite intelligent. And they don't include keeping it stupid. They don't include keeping it simple or stupid. Keep it stupid, simple. So what I was going to tell you is that So I, I got to Houston last night. And it's just there's no better feeling then pulling up to your parents' home and your dad is ordering fajitas and your mom is ordering making- fajitas. Now, how does that work? They bring all the different like, yeah. well, ingredients. It's, really, it's something we do a lot here. We order the Tex-Mex and we pick it up for the family, family style. Now, are, are interesting. You know, I have such a relationship with fajitas because in my estimation, <laughs> I believe they shouldn't be sizzling. I don't think this is, <laughs> I don't think sizzling adds to the experience. I think actually sizzling takes away from the experience that's of eating. That's the craziest. Um, that's a cancelable take. <laughs> yeah. We're counting ourselves over fajitas to ha- today. Everyone post your most cancelable fajita take. Mine yeah. is that they shouldn't be sizzling. I'm literally going to tweet that maybe. Um, I, they were great, but the best part was, so then after dinner, um, first of all, they're, they're so excited you're coming. I'm so and excited. After dinner, I, I thought, we were looking for something to watch together and I thought, you know what? It's time. It's time. And I showed them the program hacks. Oh yeah. And they're obsessed. They're uh, like, this is this this morning my mom was like, it's such a good show. Pat should be really, really proud. It's so I good. am really proud. I was like, I was like, yeah, it won like a lot of awards. My mom's like, I understand why it's really, really yeah. well. Oh my gosh. Um, um so we're gonna keep watching. I would love if you kept watching. I am this like I said this on the page, I must say it again. The pay, um, second season is about to come out, and I think that it is going to be good. So I'm excited to see it. And the trailer was so fun because people were dancing in it, and oh, yeah. that was cool. And Laurie Metcalf's in the second season. Laurie Metcalf's in the oh. season. she didn't get like a huge moment in the trailer. Well, she, well, it was like She's a small ID shop. But if I hadn't been looking for her, I wouldn't have known it was her. So I'm really excited to see her. She, it's just crazy how good Jean Smart is. Yeah, she gives such an incredible performance. I also just love, like, I know I'm, like, literally three years late to the party for watching the first episode, but it's, like, just, the, like, the world of her house and the, the show being yeah, in yeah. Vegas is so fun. Totally, yeah. It is um, cra- also, Obviously, any, anything Meg does is making me scream laugh. Yeah, it's funny because, like, whenever you go on generals, they're always, like, we're looking for things that take place not in New York or L.A., somewhere <laughs> different. Tell a Every story somewhere meeting. different. And you're always, like... Who would ever care about that? But then it's like you see a play, it's like you see a show in somewhere else. It's like oh, kind of fun. Yeah, but those people also have never even been to a place that is in LA. So I'm like, I'm like, I you to name three cities. Yeah, I'll wait. Like, I'll wait. Name, name three more cities. I'll wait. Cancelable duo. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny to hear an exec say they want to, they want to tell a story outside New York or LA. It's like why? Like, okay, tell me why. Yeah, I'm like, oh god. Um. 
so exhausting. not that like not that I care about where a city takes place, but it's like, why do you care? You know what I mean? It's because they're trying to like fill a quota or something. They're, just, yeah. they're robots. They're suits. At the end of the day, they're suits. You can't. They can't fucking hang. Yeah, I have. Yeah, it is really. Actually, wild. I'd rather hang with a suit than like any comedian I know. Wait, I have to talk about. Tell that. me a more cancelable take. <laughs> we're, ta- we're, ta- we're posting our most cancelable. We're, we're all getting canceled over suits today. Give me your most cancelable <laughs> takeover suits. Now I have to just talk about what happened to me yesterday. I texted you girlies about, you know, that I ran into someone I haven't seen in years. I saw. I love when you come to our thread, like, really a little bit distraught. It's very Yeah. Well, I'm like, oh, just, no, he's really going through it. Yeah. I just, <laughs> like, again, it's a safe space. seen someone in a couple of years, and I hadn't seen them in a couple of years to the extent where when I saw them, I had to take remember her name. Mm. And literally was immediately, like, so crushing. And then I, you know, I... Of course, then I found him on Instagram. And guess who follows him? Carrie O'Donnell. So then I texted Carrie and I was like, Howdy, you know, what's the deal? And then I followed him, but he didn't follow me back. Howdy, you know. What's the deal? But yeah, Carrie agreed. It was hot. Oh my God, Cece. Oh my God. Look who it is. Oh my Jesus Christ. Should we tell her that we can't hear her? Should we tell her that we can't hear her? I can't hear shit. Oh, oh no, again, no, again, no, again. We had the most amazing guest on the pod today. I'm so excited. Put your ears open for the f- the fabulous. Are we having a tech moment? I swear to God, while we wait, I'll sing the song. I swear to God, I'll never fall in love. <laughs> I can't wait. I wish you knew that song, Catherine. It's I know. Machine thing, Gun. Machine Gun. It's Machine Gun. Well, what I learned about him is that he was a rapper who then one day decided one day decided he was pop punk. One day he decided he swore to God he'd never fall in love. But he did. Um, okay, wait. Uh, Put your ears open ears for our open absolutely for- gorgeous guest looking uh, looking radiant. I have to say, Chloe mm-hmm. Caldwell. Chloe Caldwell. Hi, Hi y'all. Oh my Thank God, you. how are you, girly? Ooh, I I'm just- so good. I am so happy to be here. No, I have to start off by I have to start off by saying this. I have to start off by saying this. Chloe, no spoilers because I'm recording the Boston Marathon currently as we speak. So if you're getting updates <laughs> on your phone about the about the pro races, I don't want to hear them. The I only mean, thing I hear, obviously I am. It's like, yeah. So if I'm distracted, that's why. The only <laughs> updates that I want to hear, Chloe, is about my uncle Kurt. If you're tracking him, because I will hear his because I don't care about being spoiled his race. Your uncle's running be- it? My uncle Kurt, so yeah, he's been running it this whole time, even though he didn't start yet. So wow. yeah. Wow. To yeah. have an uncle Kurt is just because you can't tell if you're saying Kirk. Like on I was gonna say, is it Kirk totally. or Kurt? Well, you know, it's an interesting kind of like thing because it's a rare instance of like your uncle you meet late in life, in that like basically he's my my mom's youngest sister's husband, so he married in, <clears throat> and by the time he married okay. in, I was like 13, so it was very much like. And my cousins are going to the wedding. Like we're kind of picking out suits. And then also as a young gay male, when like a straight male comes into your life and says like, I'm going to begin being your uncle now, it's kind of like, you're almost you're almost embarrassed in a way that you can't explain why. I'm going to begin being your uncle yeah. now. That's what he said to every. He shook your hand at yeah. the wedding and said, um, "Enter the <laughs> to uncle." Being, 
to be a, a gay, a gay boy masking. growing up, when you meet a new straight man, you're humiliated of yourself. When you meet a new adult straight man, as you're you humiliated. Should, as you should be. Totally. Totally. <laughs> um, and you would raise, wait, what else was I going to say? And also, one thing you need to know about me, Chloe, is I don't usually wear a hat when we record, <laughs> but I'm having a really weird hair day. So if you, I don't know what has been going through your, I don't know what's been going on between your ears about my hat. But That's funny, because on the pod, you always comment like, oh, I'm having a bad hair day. Like, you you, you seem to feel hot based on your hair. So it is amazing yeah. that you're wearing a hat, so. Yeah. Well, yeah, we. Do. I'm proud of you, as a person well, who isn't wearing a hat. I'm proud of you. A, a lot of times, I just need to like shower before I can feel amazing on my hair in the morning. You know, um, because does this happen to people with long hair? Like you lie in bed and then like you wake up and it's like all different angles. I think that's kind of specific <laughs> to my to like I my length hair. Yeah, I yeah. I, I, I wish I, like I could dirty, wake up. I like dirty hair. My hair like, is absolute filth. For I just girls, for girls, I feel like dirty hair is like it's better and it's like has like good oils and you, you just put like some little spray or whatever and right yeah, Catherine? yeah um for me but for i wear my hair early and you're more as she's a, a blowout gal so yeah mine, mine looks better with a fresh blowout i'm you know yeah. i have to uh i buried the lead chloe i'm actually at my parents house in houston texas yeah you didn't you didn't up. look like you were in like a cat your environment this doesn't look like a new york sort of <laughs> it looks very dark um it is dark because i'm I just woke up in my little nest. So you're but, visiting home? Yeah. Well, Pat and I are apparently doing shows in Austin, Texas this week. We don't know so when. We no don't know what they are. But, no one um, when. but I thought I would fly to Houston and drive myself to Austin so I can get some quality time with my parents. Cute. It's happening. Wait, so what's going on in Hudson? Um, what's going on Is in Hudson? outside? It's like got cold again yesterday. It was randomly hailing. Um, oh, perfect. And then the day before it was 85 degrees so um my husband just got back from tour he's been gone for six weeks with our jukebox brag and he's on a walk right now i was so excited you know you get so excited to have your partner back and then they're back and i actually fucking hate you (laughs) yeah i hate that i was like get to stepping get to stepping and there's a door and all that hit you in your ass when you go out for a walk bay is what you said to him that's what i said that's how i talked to him i call him bay yeah (laughs) six weeks is long six weeks is long and this time and we used to fight when he was gone on over text but now i've kind of given that up and i'm mature (laughs) And I also have my book coming out. So I was like, you know, when you're distracted and doing yes. fun stuff, you don't give a fuck. Exactly. But when you're home, like being a loser and your partner's traipsing around Europe with all of his fucking oh my God. singer friends who are Gorgina, you want to absolutely murder someone. Yeah, so, totally. But this no. time I was I, I behaved myself. We had a few things, but we were we did we did well. And he wasn't in Europe when the person's in Europe. You're like. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, he yeah. was just in like Florida and shit, like Clearwater oh, and Tennessee. Nothing to like, be jealous of there. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so what would you guys fight about over text? Like, as someone who lo- who has just gone to fight with her boyfriend, you know, 24 hours ago. I'm curious. Um, what would we fight over text? Pretty much anything. Or like, if I saw a picture, the thing about him is he's a musician, so he travels with like these gorgeous, like annoying singers. Mm. And so, la 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 la, kind of like this, la, jazz, la, la, jazzy, kind of like this. I swore to God, I'll never <laughs> fall in love. Do you know that song, Chloe? 
So not, the way, not the way you're doing it. What no. the hell? What the hell? I don't, wait, what, what song hell? is it though? What song it's is it? Gun Kelly. Something I don't know what that means, but dun, I do dun, like your dun, fallout dun, boy. Dun, 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 I dun, 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 just Googled that. I swear to God, I'll never fall in love. Dun, 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 dun. Anyways. That's me. Um, I will never. No, I am in love. I love him so much. It's so like fun to have a husband and I love it and I recommend it. Like I'm like never thought I would get married. I'm not, you know, in sex in the city where Mr. We're like big. It's like, you're just not the marrying kind. Like that's how I felt, Mm -hmm. but I love being married and I'm glad he's back. But we like, I don't know. He bought this fucking big ass juicer that's sitting now in our small ass kitchen. And he's back from tour. Well, he feels fat because he's back from tour and they give you pizza every night on tour. So he's like, thinks he's going to just like live on juice. I'm like, yeah, good. Good luck. Men always think that that's the answer. It's like, that's not actually, you don't understand anything. My Seriously, mom I'm like, just don't eat pizza every night. And then yeah, now he's drinking beet down. juice. I'm like, beet juice is going to make you shit your brains out. Or like, because I had a friend who went on a romantic getaway and she was fasting on beet juice and she woke up in her own red shit. No. So that's what I told my no. husband this morning. That's wow. horrible. Yeah. No, I have a question. I have a question. I have a question. Isn't the prevailing science now that like juice is actually like terrible for you? Doesn't it say that it's better to eat the food because the nutrients leave in the juicer? My husband's arguing with me, telling me I'm wrong because he's saying he got a juicer that juices slowly and it keeps the nutrients and that he read reviews. Sounds like such a scam. Juice is a joke. You can put it on a T-shirt. Juice is a joke. My mom loved to like eat an apple. Eat a fucking apple. My mom loved to tell me when I was little that it's easier for men to lose weight than women and that it's easier for my dad to lose weight than her. (laughs) Women women say that my mother-in-law says that all the time. Like, oh, men. And I'm like, that's not, is it? I don't know if it's true. It's either such a person. It's it's not gendered. It's not gendered. The official stance of this podcast is that it's person to person. Now, (laughs) wait, Chloe, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners and and won't I be anti-feminist by saying, why don't you introduce yourself first and foremost by saying who's your husband? Because now I'm like, wait, who is the person? I define myself as a wife. That's um, so beautiful. I am Tony Caraldo's wife, and that's what I usually. Yeah. As a, as a person who is Tony Caraldo's wife, it can be challenging yeah. when Tony. Your Mrs. Tony Caraldo is on tour. TonyCaraldo.com. He's a pianist, um, ragtime, oh, cool. jazz. So that's who I am. <laughs> <laughs> it is so offensive, like that version of like when you say when you're not even just like. Like when it's like Mr. Then the husband's first Mrs. And then oh, the husband's first that? name and last name. Who are it's people like, letting that? Can, I, it's <laughs> like, can you at least have your first name? Like, what is the deal here? It's so I know. crazy. Sorry, this people ask me said- if I change my last name. I'm like, why the fuck would I change my last name? I have books out with my name on them. Suddenly, that's I'm right, going to be Chloe Caraldo. Like, that's so confusing for people. And so literally, weird. let me literally. say this. I have to say this, Chloe. It's so amazing to have you in the pod because I've admired your writing for so many years. I was trying to think. I think that you first came into my life. Because you were featured on Lenny Letter. Oh, rest in peace. TBT. What an innovator. Because that was like pre-substat. That was like 2014, 13. I think I was like, yeah, I was like in college. And she, yeah, I think she and Jenny Connor did it together. And she introduced me to you and Chelsea Martin and other writers I really admire. And then. um, Chelsea has a new novel coming out this summer. I know. I need to read it. I need to read it. It's really funny. I haven't been able to, to be honest, I haven't been able to read anything in about six months, but I have yeah. a gorgeous copy of your book in my living room that I can't wait to dive into. It looks, the cover nice. looks so good. Lots of text fights in there. Lots of text fights. Really? Wait, are you so oh, excited? Fine. What are you feeling? 
What am I feeling? I'm feeling a little manic because I was coming on here. So I was like happy because I also wanted to tell Pat that I feel like I have a what do they call it now? A parasocial relationship. And I have one yeah. with Pat because <laughs> Pat doesn't <laughs> oh, give yeah. Pat thinks he doesn't give a fuck about me, but actually Pat no, I'm and sure, I, yeah. Pat and I have so much in common. I'll tell you why. <laughs> Let's one, hear it. We both feel normal size when we stand by the ocean. <laughs> okay. Two, we do not care about animals and we even don't like dogs. Yes. Three, we both have a crush on Bill Clegg, the literary agent. <gasps> oh, yes. I have a huge crush on Bill And Clark. four, I forget, but we also both really, oh, we both have an, a history of fucking loving pills, all kinds of pink. Yes. So oh, we're yeah. best friends. Wait, I, Pat hates I have, me. I'm, no, no, I'm not. I'm mortified. I haven't read your book. I have to read. I have to dive in. You know, I'm. You should um, read my gay book, though. You should read not, not to, you know, not because you're gay, but you should read my gay book. Okay, it's we so good. Women. Tell me, tell me. It's called Women, and it's all very gay and about. And a you'll devour it in like love one affair. Minute. Yeah, I'm it's very obsessed. short. Super, super short. Um, I'm I'm obsessed. I'm always looking for new stuff. Oh yeah, when are we me. making it? When are we making it into a movie? I know, I know. You can play. You can play the. You can play me, and then I'd love to play. Pat, you. And then Pat can play the butch lesbian that I fall in love with. Or. <laughs> Or Catherine can play you for the first half of the movie and then I play for the second half, which is something they do often in middle school plays when there's not enough parts to go around. Oh my God. My, my poor, my so poor stepdaughter, my stepdaughter had to do Joan of Arc play last week and she got sick and she couldn't do it and she was crying and oh. she was like, but I'm really good at my part and oh my no God. one knows so my lines. And I was like, they'll figure it out. It's okay. Yeah. What is the Joan of Arc play? COVID? Did she have to get... I don't fucking know. How old is she again? She's about to, she's going to be 12 in June. Oh, she's so Oh, that's cute. the other thing Pat and I have in common. We both were nannies and we both love kids and we want Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You want kids. Well, I have my stepdaughter who's yeah. like my best friend and yes, I that's... want kids and no, I haven't been able to get pregnant. Thank you for asking. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. This is for you guys. It's like okay to talk about it with you guys cuz you don't have kids, but trying to talk about this with a woman who like has a toddler is like actual hell on earth. Oh my god. So I was actually thinking if they bring it up, I'll talk about it with Ken Pat cuz like Aww. they're cool. Well, I they do don't have... know. Yeah, they don't know their well, ovaries from their tits. Am I right? Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know my ovaries. I'm like, they're tits. not in that space yet. But if you talk to people that like have kids, of course, they're just like, you should do this, and you should do. Oh, uh, they're just they're just giving you advice, and you're like, I'm trying. I, I know what to do. Like, I know so. how to have sex. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. how to have sex. <laughs> I, yeah, I've heard about that. I've heard about that. I've heard about that. Thank yeah. you. Oh I've God, heard about so the funny. sperm meeting the egg, but ours are not meeting, and mm. no one uh, knows why. Um, what was I going to say? My favorite thing about babies, m- one thing about babies that's very funny is every once in a while there's a baby who gets like who gets like one day older than being an infant and then becomes like obsessed with babies and doesn't realize like they too are a baby. Like Angela's <laughs> Angela's niece too, but like since she's been like literally 13 months, she's been obsessed with like other babies. And you see one out, she'll be like, baby, baby, and she'll like she literally thinks she's an adult and like the baby's a baby. And I always yeah. want to be like, you're a baby too. Like you don't get it. Like you're a baby. Too. It's just so so funny that they think they're not a baby. I don't know. It's she like, thinks so... she's superior. She thinks she's superior, and it's like a hierarchy. It is yeah, weird yeah, though, because yeah. why do they think they're like so old when there's like uh, six? They think they're so old. Yeah. I know. And yeah. that continues our whole life though, because like y'all talk about that all the time. Like I used to be like you guys, like obsessed with age. Like oh my god, I'm thirty. Oh my god, I'm thirty one. <laughs> once, once you get past like thirty three, then like. I just turned 30 fucking six. And now I'm like, now I don't care anymore because 35 is such a horrible number because that's when everyone tells you like, 
you can't have babies. You're not hot. Like all 35 well, is hell, Catherine. Really? Well, you're looking extremely hot as a 36 Because you know why? I'm like, you know what? Fuck all of you. I might not have a baby, but I can like at least like be hot. You're <laughs> extremely hot. You're extremely you know? hot. Like I'm like, I'm going to start wearing super like, you know, and just like tight clothes and shit. You should. Like, well, yeah, yeah, fuck it. But 35 is like hell on earth Um, because everything's measured like before and after 35. Oh, God. After Doesn't <laughs> That's scary. Yeah. Doesn't every age sometimes feel like that? That like everything is measured against. Yeah, it? thirty is the same way. You're right. And like twenty seven. What, what were you doing when you were thirty? Me. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I had a very fun thirtieth birthday party at the Jane Hotel, um, in the West Village with a bunch of girlfriends. And at the Jane Hotel is interesting. I used to stay there because it was the only place I could afford because you could get a little bunk bed <laughs> oh for like ninety nine dollars, and you would be it's like a ship. You would be in this tiny ass narrow thing. And so my friend and I slept in these bunk beds, and then it's communal bathrooms. So that's where I would sleep in New York. Oh my god! Um, so I did that, and I think, and then my book, I'll tell you in person. The essay collection came out like that October. So I was, yeah, I was, I was in that. You were feeling um, good. I did feel good when I turned 30, but of course I had the things of like, oh yeah, I'm 30 and now everything, I have to be an adult. But really, I, th- I think it takes, and think it's like 40 really is when you, at least, at least. And yeah. then when did you meet Tony? I met Tony when I was like 30, 31, right after I cool. turned 31. Yeah. Which is great. Like I, I think meeting the person that you're going to like be with in your thirties just makes sense. Like, why would you be with anyone who you were with in your twenties? Yeah, literally. Yeah. Now, yeah. wait, I have a question. When did you and Tony get married? Everything happened pretty quickly. Kind of like how you guys with your relationships, it, it was interesting. So I, I had never lived with a guy or a girl. Like I always had roommates, 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 roommates. And I met Tony and I, like I said, I loved kids. So I was very much like, I want to date this guy. He's got a daughter yeah, <laughs> like, that's cool. fun. and she was six and she is an angel on earth. And all she wants to do is watch movies, read, talk like she's my soulmate. Yeah. So that was part of the draw. Um, so we started dating um, 2017. I proposed to him feminist. <gasps> yes. oh um, that's I proposed to him in 2018 in Europe. Do you know what it- do you know what it's giving? Do you know, do you know what it's giving? Tell me. It's it's actually giving Janina when she what? famously said, Damien, Damien oh Paris, my God, I forgot will you that. marry me? Um, <laughs> she's a girl from um, Love, is Love is Blind, season one. Oh, dang. I wish I knew because I thought you were going to say because someone else told me that it gave them um, bisexual wife vibes. Oh, <laughs> well, that too. It's also giving that. It's also giving that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wait, so was it prior to, well, should we do who are you? Who are you? Yeah, are yeah, you? yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We have to dive in. Chloe, okay, who were you? Okay. Who are you? And who do you want to be? Okay, okay, okay. Let's say I don't know the answers for the last two, but for the first we'll one. We'll figure it out. We yeah. can help. We <laughs> can show your work. <laughs> if you show your work, you can still get some points. <laughs> for the oh first God, one, who was work. I? Isn't it interesting, though, when you say who were you to most people on your podcast, including myself, the first thing I think about is teenager and none of yeah. us think about like five years old or 20 we always go to high school yeah um, it's because high school is the american like it's, it's totally the american, american, it's the american dream. Dream. It's, so it's, the high schools of america are birth canals if that makes any sense oh they said the hearth the american hearth it's the fire over which you are formed totally i love that teacher that called into you guys and was like oh so she was sweet. so sweet and was like i love when you guys talk about how to like help kids in high school it was just such a funny angle on the podcast but like so true i love <laughs> yeah. that I was like, like that's so- not what the podcast is about <laughs> I, yeah, so, please, like, don't, 
Don't be using anything of what we say to treat your high school students. <laughs> well, maybe she'll listen now and I can give her some tips. No. Okay. So who was I? I was totally druggy. I was pothead vibes. And Catherine, you're not going to like this, but I was like, guys, girl vibes mm-hmm. in high school. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a boyfriend, but I was like, my group Hot. of friends was like the boys. Yeah. Um, it's kind of I, giving skater girl. It's kind of giving I, skater girl. No skater girl, no athletic, but like, because all like just weed. I wish it was skater girl. That would be cooler. But um, lots of just like smoke weed before school, go tanning. I was really big on tanning. Oh my God, beds. me too. You Smoking were weed. not tanning beds, but I would just like, we would, my friends and I would literally just oh, lay out. Sun. Yeah, yeah. nonstop. Smoking weed before school sounds so. I mean, me weed was never my thing, but um, that sounds so stressful. It was my gateway. Oh, gate- it, yeah. Okay, you're Nancy Reagan herself. <laughs> um, yes, I am. But wasn't that her thing? Like pot is gateway. I don't know, but I love being compared to Nancy Reagan. <laughs> I get it. I get it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but like smoking that before school that would make me so like anxious and stuff. Like I hate not back then. Like now, I could not touch weed with a fucking ten foot pole. I'm terrified of it. But back then, it's just funny. Like you're just like, oh, I'm high, (laughs) and I hate you. We would also drink. (laughs) Like I would pick up my friend on the way to school, and he would always. What would he say? He said, "I'll have a rip if you'll have a sip." He would say, meaning he would rip my bong if no. I would have a sip of his Coke that was filled with whiskey. And we would just my high school, you know, it was a public high school, just a shitty school. And I hated school and I hated authority and I hated I didn't my parents divorced, I think probably like played into this because when I was like 14, I just started failing the shit out of everything. Mm. Um, yeah. And drugs were so readily available. Like there was Adder- yeah, Adderall for sure. And then there was morphine and Oxycontin. Oh my God, and- yeah. morphine. Yeah, just at school, like on the way, there's like blowing morphine up your nose. So. Oh my gosh, that's crazy! I know. I didn't have access to that, but sometimes I wish I did. But um, <laughs> <laughs> what was it? <laughs> well, because I don't know. Maybe it would have. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But um, and did you know you were bi as a um as a high schooler? That's a really good question. Like, no, I definitely never had a feeling. Oh, I'm bi. I didn't like know a bi person, but I didn't. <laughs> You know how all the boys or the boys, all the girls would have like Jonathan Taylor Thomas and talk about like six yeah. pack yeah. abs. And like I was just talking to my stepdaughter about this because we watched She's All That and <sighs> we're talking about oh, Freddie but- Prince Jr. And everyone was like back in, you know, middle school, high school, whatever. It was like Freddie Prince Jr. is so hot. I always kind of played along, but like I didn't think oh. guys were hot, <laughs> you know, in that way. I pretended I did and that I yeah. cared about like six pack abs, but um, and then as I got older, all my relationships were like so close with women, but no, I didn't have like any, there was probably like, you know, one openly gay person, if that maybe like half an openly gay person in my high school. Yeah. And I'm I, sure um, they got bullied and it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like Freddie Prince Jr. was so hot. He doesn't do it for me. Freddie Prince really Jr. did it for me. I really got it. I really got it when I was, <laughs> when I was of age uh, to get it. I need like was, the dirtier, more dirt baggy, sexy. Yeah, one. I need a little dirt bag too. Yeah, a little dirt. Bag. One time, Freddie, <laughs> when I was Freddie Prince Jr. was in a movie about like he was like an across the street neighbor, I think, of like a group of women models who would spy on him with binoculars or something. I never saw the movie, but um, sounds incredible. I never saw the, 
<laughs> That's incredible. Never saw the movie, but I did see the commercials for the movie. And I remember being at a nice skating rink. And in the commercials for the movie, he's he does like pull-ups with no shirt on. And I remember seeing that. And I'm being really attracted to him, but like feeling like compared to a lot of other like leading men, like he didn't have necessarily like a ton of app definition, which I whatever. And so I remember being at an ice skating rink when I was in like sixth grade and saying to my friend, like, you know, Freddie Prince Jr. doesn't necessarily have like a six pack per se, if you really look. <laughs> and I remember he was like, why would you ever care if he has a six pack or not? And I was you like, had to I care don't. Back I just... In the nineties and early two thousands, you had to care about people's packs and their eight packs. <laughs> totally. packs. Like that was like, I just remember the girls being like, did you see Joey with his shirt off on the soccer field? He has a six pack. And then you like, don't know what that is, but you just play along and you're like, I know. Oh my God. A six pack. It's so weird. That's where yeah. all everyone's fucking body dysmorphia started oh, because, yeah. from the from people's packs. Because then you're like, can I get people's one? packs like, are a gateway. To how many crunchies do I have to do to get a six pack? Or but it, was only, it was only boys that had them aside from like fucking Gwen Stefani. Like that's probably my more crush was like Gwen Stefani. Like mm-hmm. I was in love yeah. with her. Yeah. 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 She's and very lovable. Packs. And her I, <laughs> I'll never, I mean, it's so hard when you don't yet know that you're the kind of person who just can never and will never see abs. Like yeah. you don't, I remember like put, shoving my feet under like bookshelves and trying to do crunches and like mm. being like, I think that'll do it. That was like 20. Like right. <laughs> I think tomorrow I'll wake up, oh, whatever. <sighs> But, um, and did, so did you have, so did you have what was like, your favorite? So then did you graduate high school? What was your favorite drug? I didn't graduate high school. You were like, get me out. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I did. I did. I, did. I graduated high school actually by the skin of my teeth because I had missed whatever so many classes. This is how stupid my house, like looking back, watching these movies, because Louise is a movie addict. So we watch all these 90s movies. I'm like, like we just watched The Breakfast Club. I'm like, the authority in these public schools are so crazy. It's just a teacher having this random rule. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And being like, just do this. So my random rule, they were like, you have to walk the track, like around the track, like 20 times to graduate because you missed all your gym classes. I'm like, what? Okay. <laughs> so you, had to run a mar- you had to run a marathon to graduate high school. So I walked the fucking track. Anyway, yeah, I graduated. I was not interested in college because then my grades were so bad at that point. Um, what did I do? I went to Italy with a friend, which was a big mistake because my mom was like, oh, you're going to Italy. You need birth control. I was like, mom, I'm not having sex. And she put me on birth control and it made me so depressed and fat. Aww. Like my boobs were like fucking huge. Like all my I couldn't fit into my clothes and I was stuck in Italy, depressed and fat. So came back from that little trip and then I went to community college um and I worked so my dad has a music store of guitars and like crazy kind of instruments it's super cool I would always like come back and work at my dad's store to make money to then leave yeah I worked at my dad's store which was actually really funny because I'm not a musician and didn't know shit about the products but I was working there full time so people would come (laughs) in and be like yeah I want to buy a bass and what do you recommend and what do you play and I'm like nothing so (laughs) I would work there and then I went to community college which I was actually really kind of liking and doing better even though I was still doing like the morphine um it was easier to do, you know, in community college. Um, cause I had this boyfriend who was like a pizza delivery, you know, he worked at pizza den. And so he was also, Oh, like, that's a bleak name for a pizza. pizza den. <laughs> it was the fucking drug den. He would drive around like delivering drugs and also pizza. And like, he was my boyfriend. He was super sweet though. 
And he sounds cool. Whereas he now? was cool. And we, I don't know where he is now. And we would do a lot of pills together. Um, but I was doing better in school. And that was in Albany or Troy, New York, whatever. And then what oh, happened? Wait, where did you grow up? Upstate New York? I grew up upstate. Yeah. Yeah. Like in a small town called Spencertown, a tiny little hamlet. Um, that- ooh, beautiful. Cool. It's two, two hours from the city. Is yeah. it near Albany? Yep, it's like ha- half hour, 45 minutes from Albany. Were you guys in section two athletically? What the hell does that mean? <laughs> um, New York public schools, the state is divided in sections and section two is allowed the Albany school, Saratoga Springs, Brent Hills, Boston. It was, it, we're not close enough to all, but we're not that close to all, but we're like, I'm further. Maybe you're, maybe you're section three. Maybe, maybe I am <laughs> not that maybe I am. close Thank to you. Albany, Pat. She's not that close to Albany. Long Island is section yeah. 11. Long Island is section 11. Congratulations. Thank is it you. good to be Are a low number gloves? or a high number? I'm very it, confused. I'm wearing one glove because I found it at my job. Yeah, what the- <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, are you wearing a glove right now? <laughs> I'm wearing one glove because I found it at my job. So we got the glove. Yeah. in a t-shirt, a baseball cap, and a single purple glove. Michael I love Jackson. this thing. This is my favorite kind of glove to run in. It's like a str- one of those like stretchy CVS, like $5, like... They're called like ladies. And then if gloves. you cut the fingers off, you can look like fallout boy. Do you, yeah, and you know what? Like running in these gloves with like a singlet. It's like, that's always like the section two girls. Like, uh, sorry, Togo is very, very good. Section two is a really fast section and they would wear this with their like, um, with their like, you know, jerseys racing. And it looked so chic. I thought they would wear oh. the glove. Yeah, especially like the end of season, like there's like this national championship and you have to like race your way into it. So you have to finish top eight in your region. So actually Northeast is a region. And I've never heard of these sections in my life. You're one, <laughs> one time, one time Saratoga Springs had four of the eight spots of all of Northeast, um, of all of Northeast of the country. And they got four of those eight spots and it was when it, they were Nicole Blood, Hannah Davidson, Lindsay Ferguson, and Caitlin Lane, and they all had like um, these kinds of ladies gloves. stretch, ladies stretch gloves. And the then there was gloves. so much drama. Oh Wait, God, so is so wearing drama. gloves? Are they wearing hats? Not usually, no. But some of it, but because that, that race would be in why do your in the Bronx so- in like December. Do you think your, your hands hand- get colder than other things? Yes, because your hands are something famously called an extremity, which means they get extremely cold when you're racing. <laughs> and that's what that means. But <laughs> there was so much shamans in Saratoga Springs because they were Wait, like, we so about, good. Can we talk and about I, what happened or is it too dark to talk about? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Wait, you mean that I texted you guys about? Yeah. So, you know, Chloe, I live in like in Ridge in um Bushwick, but really close to Ridgewood, Queens. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, I always run towards Ridgewood, Queens and run around this park. And then my friend, who was like, always knows my runs, texted me a, a news story that yesterday or Saturday morning, literally a spot I run at literally constantly, a duffel bag filled with a dis- dismembered woman was found on my, oh. truly on my running route. Isn't that insane? A duffel oh, bag of body say. parts. Isn't that very true crime? And the craziest right? part was that Allison sent us that article and it said, it said something like duffel bags full of body parts are found often. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what, what the fuck is going on? I know. Oh my god, I am so sorry that happened to you. Well, it didn't or necessarily almost, almost happen yeah, to you. almost happened to me. Be Jesus. careful. But when I, if I die of natural causes, you can like go ahead and dismember me and put me in the duffel bag and put me in a park. Like, I don't know. care. Don't spend a dollar on my funeral. It's okay, like, well, I, don't I won't. Care. Definitely won't do that. Yeah. 
Oh, right, so he, well. he always loved he always loved to run here. I'll put, drop off the bag. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm putting it in my living will that I want like no more than twenty dollars spent on like my afterlife care. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and then people can get really creative with the, that twenty dollars. Yeah, it's such a racket. It's such a racket. Oh my god! I hope you never die. No, I, hope I, I know. I hope I Anyways. do. Wait, so then you're dating the pizza den. Anyway, so I'm dating pizza den and then I start pills. It's very and then I start like, dating, yeah. then I start dating. So I'm 18 or something and I start dating um 18 or 19. I start dating a guy who's 26 who seems like Ooh. so fucking old and Big he has gap. two he had two kids. So this is where maybe my Whoa. pattern started. So he has he had two small kids. Um so I started dating him and I kept driving to community college and then what happened is I was I would wake up and I would get a mocha and an mm. egg and cheese sandwich from where and, and listen to Fiona. Do you say where from where? Yeah. Yeah. A tiny cafe called the summit. Okay, that sounds cool. so, so good right now. I'm sorry for interrupting you. And you listen to Fiona. No, no, no. I just thought it was funny that you were going to know the place. Like not, not like Dunkin' Donuts. It was like somewhere in my yeah. small town, like right, right, right. the summit. And I would call it in and I would pick it up. And the drive is like 45 minutes. So this particular day, it was February 13th and you know, upstate New York, it's fucking cold. And, um, I had this red Jetta that I thought was fucking hot and it was stick shift. And I thought, I was oh, like, wow, I was so hot. But guys, girl. But yeah, told you. But the car wasn't working so well. So that particular day, I took my dad's sob because my dad didn't he's working at a store. Right. So anyway, I get in. I'm driving to school, listening to Fiona Apple, having my egg and cheese, my mocha. And I hate black ice. And I smash <gasps> head on into oh. one of my childhood best friend's mom. No. <gasps> yes. And everyone's okay. Thank God. Okay. I was okay more than her. Um, my car, like literally, I don't know if you've ever hit black ice, but it is, it, it, you can't do anything. You're out of control. Like you it, oh, it just, it's so black scary. ice. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. And you know, I was a younger driver. I was 18, 19 and so I hit her. Her car went off the road into the woods. She was screaming. The ambulance came, you know, all of the trauma. And then she is okay. Um, and we're still in touch and everything. And she, but she had broken her collarbones and like, oh. maybe an uh, ankle or something. Fuck. So after that, I stopped going to community college because I was like, I can't do that dry. I don't know. Oh. I just... I was like, no. And then I started doing more, getting even more into pills, of course. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, of course. So basically I was like living with my, you know, ancient boyfriend and he would go to work and I would just like. Oh, work. that's cool that you were li- you were living with him. I wasn't living with him, but I was sleeping at his apartment every night kind of vibes. And like, yeah, I had like my dad's house was near because my dad was in Chatham. So my dad was like in the town and then my mom was in the woods um, like 15 minutes away. So I had like two houses I would bounce between and then. Steve, my boyfriend at the time, and I would just blow morphine and watch Save by the Bell like during the day. I was like really depressed. And then, but I started visiting Williamsburg. This is 2005 or six. I started visiting Williamsburg because my brother lived there and he lived on North 6th Street between Bedford and Drake. Like he wow. had a apartment. Like he was one of the first, like, you know, like he found <laughs> it. And we all, and so he was like, my roommate's leaving. You should come live here for the summer. So I was like, hell yeah. So I got out of my like druggy situation 
went to Williamsburg, lived with my brother um, and another roommate. We all paid $600, you know, railroad apartment. Yeah. And then I lived in New York for the next, you know, four years. Like I never. Yeah. And that was got me kind of you would think that's where I would start doing the drugs. But that was actually where I kind of got out of that, like upstate kind of yeah. pill, pills up the nose habit. Yeah. Wait, so and I started taking. You... Go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna say, when did you start writing? Yeah. So I started taking writing classes like a couple of years after I moved to New York. Um, I was in New York and just working random jobs like at just coffee shops and babysitting. Um, then I got a really great job actually off Craigslist for a jewelry designer. Her name was Tina Tang. Um, and that was in the West Village. And she had two stores across the street from each other. And one was like silver and the other was diamonds and gold. And my best friend, yes. I got my best friend a job too. So we worked across the street from each other and we had walkie talkies all day. And we had oh so much fun. It's kind of near, I think, where you live, Catherine. It was on yeah. um, whatever. I can't remember the street. Was it on Bleecker? No, it's between Charles and Perry. Oh my God, cute. Um, that is cute. Now, so where did there you- and- and then I took classes at Gotham Writers Workshop. Oh, cool. Is that good? Do they still do it? It's old school. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's affordable. That's one thing I'll say about them. It's affordable, but they're definitely like stuck in the 1990s. They've never really like up, updated or upgraded. And the thing I didn't yeah. like about there, then I later in the past have taught there and they work off of a manual and I just can't really get behind that of like teaching writing off of a manual. Yeah, like, I'm, not so an, I'm not an English professor. Like it was weird, but, but at the time, you know, I was like 21. It did. It did help me. Um, I yeah. took a bunch of classes there. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, and did you break up with Pizza Den? I mean, not Pizza Den, <laughs> other person, new with person. With old Steve? Yeah, old yeah. Steve. When I moved to Williamsburg, um, what happened was old Steve <laughs> old Steve, <laughs> and one of my friends fucked. No. Um, Whoa. But, no. I had, but I also had fucked this other guy named Jack who ended up actually committing suicide. But, like, he was, oh, like, God, worked I'm at sorry. the Strand. Like, I was, like, into all the Strand guys because my brother worked there. And there was, like, all these like, oh, cool. artist guys. So I was, like, really obsessed with that. Yeah, his name was Jack. He was awesome. And so I got in a thing with him. And then Steve got in a thing with my best friend. So it was a drama. Um, so, yeah, yeah, we broke up. You're giving yeah. me a crush. You're giving me a crush on your brother by telling me he worked at the Strand. I know. Me too. Where the is he Strand, now? Oh, it was so good. It was so good at the time. My brother lives in... You won't believe it. Lives in Vietnam teaching. Whoa. What does he do? My, my brother's very unconventional. And he basically after Williamsburg, he coll- he did. You guys know what couch surfing like like sleeping on couches? <laughs> no, but like travel couch surfing, like the website or. Oh, no, it's where you can like be like, hey, I'm coming to Germany. Does anyone have a house that wants to? It's like a whole community of like mm. showing people your city and making friends that way. Oh, so, I would hate that. <laughs> my brother did that in Williamsburg and people were staying with us all the time. He'd be like, he'd be like, so this girl from Mongolia is about to get here. I'm like, what the fuck? But then he he got really into that community and then he ended up moving to Berlin and living in Berlin and then living in Turkey and then living in Vietnam. And basically he's never really come back. Interesting. Is wow. he straight? Yes. Okay. Is he we, think, we think. We think. We think. He's kind of a rare, rare bird. He's he's very um, reclusive now. Um, it, it reminds me of um, this sometimes on Grinder, like people put in their profiles like visiting New York, show me around. Yeah, and it's like. And one time, Cold School tweeted um, when someone in on Grinder is like show me around, it's like da 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 
no, <laughs> which is like made me laugh so hard because it's true. It's like, why are you on here to get shown around? Yeah. And it's also like, imagine like, okay, I'm going on a Tinder date. I'm going to bring you the Statue of Liberty, you know? Like, yeah. Are you a psycho? Yeah. Truly, 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 truly. It's also a lot of pressure to put on the other person. Like, show me around. Give me a tour. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. 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 Um, so but then what happened next? You, so you stayed in New York for four years. So now you're like in your around, early 20s. I bounced around New York. It was like 2006 to 2009. I did Williamsburg. I did Greenpoint. I had a crazy story about Greenpoint where I came home from work and um, my apartment. I lived with my best friend, Noelle, and our apartment was condemned, randomly condemned. We were kicked. We, it was like they were like, hey, your fire escape fell off and you've been living with a boiler that's about to explode. So you're homeless. What? Oh my God. Where in Greenpoint? <laughs> India Street. Okay, India cool. Street, right that's by the cool train. Area. Yeah. 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 So where'd yeah. you go? We we were 23, so we were like, woohoo. <laughs> like we were just, you know, I always compare it, like I've written about it in like Skillet Australia. Like I compare it to like when you have a snow day at school and you're like, yeah. <gasps> I don't it felt like a snow day, but with life, because you were like, I can't go to work. I can't go to like, you just feel like you get out of everything. Um, yeah. But there were cops there. There was yellow caution tape. Oh my God. They were like they literally, they're like, you can go in with a backpack and grab what you need and leave. It was like, holy what? shit. Like we had lived there for like two years. Our shit was everywhere. We had painted the walls. Like it was a fucking mess. Did you leave all your had- stuff there? Yeah. So later and then later we broke in and like years later we broke in and people were squatting there and we got more of our stuff. I was like, oh, my underwear. What? No. Oh my I, I left my bed in there that my dad had actually made this fucking bed with like. Oh, my God. But so we went in, packed a bag, like literally we had dishes in the sink. This is just like such a it was such a New York thing. So we just went to the bar and then we um, like charging our phones at the bar and then slept at a few people's houses Um then Noelle moved back upstate and I temporarily came upstate and then I found a new living situation, which was in Washington Heights. Uh, oh, I've always wanted to live like in Washington it's, Heights. It's fun. It's actually fun. And you're like away from everybody. And like, mm-hmm. yeah. And then I went even higher and I lived in Inwood, um, which was crazy because there's actually this forest out there. You can in, if you mm. live in Inwood, you can like walk into nature and there's like daffodils and shit. And like it was a crazy that experience. Sounds amazing. I would love that. I would love that. And on and on the express, whatever train that is, the blue, what is it? No one knows. ACE. ACE. Thank you. The ACE. <laughs> if you hit if you hit the express, if you get off at two of Fifth Street and you're going to like West Forth and you're on the express, it actually only takes like 20 minutes. It's not bad. Totally. Um, no, I know. It's like if you're on the red or blue, it's like you can go anywhere yeah. you want. Maybe you and should move uptown. I'm on the gray. Well, you have such course. a nice apartment, though. I've I lived know. in Bushwick, too. I've lived in Bushwick a couple times, too. And then I was house sitting in, in Ridgewood. So I kind of know where you're at. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's all over. Heights, like you were so far into Brooklyn. That's like now we're Queens. It's like, yeah, okay. I never I never quite understood. Yeah. Now I have a question. Where do you live now? Hudson. New- Hudson. She lives the she lives the upstate writer dream. Oh, that's so cool. Upstate is the fucking best. Like, I don't know why any of y'all still. I kind of get why, like Catherine, you like it, but Pat, I hear you all the time saying you hate New York. You need to like move upstate even before Catherine yeah. does because like Catherine likes like going out and being like whatever, <laughs> but you need to move upstate. <laughs> yeah, because I don't like going out. Because I like whatever. going out being whatever. Hey, no, it's true. Like, I would... How did you meet like how did you meet your community of like writer friends? I feel like you have such a good 
crew. I feel like that was like Twitter 2012. Like we were yeah. all oh my God, what a, what a early time. Twitter, <laughs> early Twitter. It sounds yeah, so nice. Like everybody, I met all my writer friends. We were all like, that was like the wild, wild west for writing. Mm-hmm. So I met a bunch of writer chicks on Twitter and then we were like, let's all rent a van and like go on tour. So we would do all these like Chelsea, so Elizabeth fun. Allen, um, oh my God. Mira Gonzalez, like Taolin, all of these people. It was like 2012 was like the literary scene kind of shit. So we did these tours all the time and we would just kind of do like a Kickstarter for them and just like go and get drunk and do that readings. Sounds so and fun. And that sounds incredible. It was they really all of upstate too? No, no, they're all around. Like they're in um, Ann Arbor and Spokane and some people were in Austin, Texas. Mary Miller was in Texas. Um, yeah, we would do a tour and like just promote it all. It was like all guerrilla marketing and shit because we were all in like indie presses. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's so cool. And then so then you're going on these tours. When did you move? When did you officially leave the city and go back up to Hudson? So you know what I did? I did this crazy thing where I was living in the city and I got it in my head that I wanted to live in Seattle. Oh, I'm I'm going to Seattle soon. Seattle I'm really sucks. excited. Yeah. It's cool. I'm, it's why are you going there? Show? A show, yeah. I'm doing Seattle and Portland. I'm excited it lines up really well with um oh, that's a really so big track meet. So I get to watch it. But I um, go to Portland, I, gonna say, but I don't like Seattle. I've always wanted to yeah. go to Pacific Northwest. So you did go to Seattle and you did live there. You were on Grey's Anatomy. You were a surgeon. I was on Grey's Anatomy. I was a surgeon. It was, I'll tell you about that. Yeah. That's my next book, actually. I've been working on that. I've been kind of private about it, but I think it's going to be my next book. Um, you won a Harper, you won a Harper Avery Award, the fictional award in the Grey's verse. 100%. Given to the best doctor in the country each year. Chloe called was the best doctor in the country. That's why my, <laughs> that's why my new book is a health memoir. <laughs> it is. Meredith. Meredith won a Meredith won a Harper Avery in the 300th episode. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> wait. Your next book is health, really, or that's just a joke? No, no but it it's is. about P- Well, it's about PMS, so that's oh, health. cool. That's, health. that's definitely health, and that's definitely surgery. I'm so excited for our book event. <laughs> PMS is definitely surgery. Have you seen the blood? Like, hello, it's gold. I honestly, I honestly haven't. You haven't seen period blood ever. Only one time when I was um still straight actually and then i did i had sex with a girl in her period one time wow she, she didn't what did you I, think I, about that well she didn't like, necessarily tell me per se and then i went she to the bathroom after and it, my whole crotch was like covered in blood and i was like whoa i cannot i cannot believe this story <laughs> i know i, know. I, I, I barely told, i barely want to do it, it with my I, husband when i'm on my period wow anymore. yeah That's we were crazy, dating that. my girlfriend yeah i know so how'd know. you handle it did you just go like rinse off your dick like i mean kind of yeah it was all like who care you know what i mean i was like we're all just this is all performance anyway you know what i mean like who cares? <laughs> this is all performance. he's like this is what straight sex is like you just get <laughs> yeah. blood off and you have to bleed i was like sure of course of course, <laughs> of that's, course. this that's is awesome hilarious. i was like okay the hype is real this is incredible uh, I you should, write, you should write about that i was just gonna say you it. need to write about that that's a great kind of, essay i kind of forgot about it i don't really like we've unlocked it today which is so uh, yeah unlocked i unlocked it, it. But that was the only time. That's the only time you've seen period blood and it was on you. Not only have you seen it, but it was on you. Yeah, you uh, were yeah. kind of casual about it. And then you're like, it actually was all over my body. <laughs> <laughs> I really unlocked that, huh? He, he had blood. I'm always, <laughs> I'm always convinced that um, I'm going to unlock like some kind of memory, like from my childhood, like, 
you know, like repressed yeah. memories. I'm always like, like you're scared of it that the, it's going to happen. Kind of, you know, like early, in, early in my sobriety, my um, my someone I know, my sponsor, um, unlocked like <laughs> a traumatic memory. And ever since then, I'm like of yours or of theirs. Of theirs, they can't no, unlock one of my. Of they theirs. can't. Un- they can't unlock one of mine, Catherine, because you have to only unlock your own memories because it's inside well, your know. own brain. They know they could have said something that would that would trigger. They something trigger in your it brain. though. Yeah. No, no, Thank you, he, Chloe. He and Thank you, Doctor Caldwell. <laughs> he and therapy, Doctor Caldwell, was triggered and like it made him remember. And now I'm just like, I don't know. Sometimes I think like the way I am, it has to be like because of something. You know what I mean? But maybe that's just me being. Yeah, but OCD. haven't you already like done a lot of that work? Don't you know what it is yet? Like it seems no. like you <laughs> don't you know what it is yet? <laughs> <laughs> What's gonna well, happen? That's a good point. Because you... for me, it took until now, and I'm 36, for me to admit like blah blah blah, stupid shit that happened, like nothing crazy traumatic, but just how yeah. like my parents divorcing. I'm like, that's a fucking normal thing. Everyone's parents are divorced. But then when I for this book and like all my fights with my husband, I'm like okay, something's, mm-hmm. something's not right. And even though it seems so lame and just so boring to say that a divorce affected you, okay, well it did. So mm-hmm. you have to yeah. just accept that at a certain point. And yeah. then I got interested in it and I started reading all about it and I was like, oh, they say divorce is actually like the second most traumatic thing in a life or whatever. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Um, so anyway, you should, you should, yeah, I'm like, thinking more keep, of keep yeah. looking, keep looking. Like, yeah, as you get divorced, as you get divorced, see how that jogs my memory. Or date <laughs> a divorce, or date a divorce person, because I think because Tony's divorced, so for right. me, I like I got in that same triangle that I had already been in with my parents, and now I'm kind of in it with like Tony and his ex-wife. So I've like created mm. the same thing, and then like, yeah, it's interesting. How is everyone? Is everyone sort of on good terms? Right now, yeah, actually, great terms. Oh, that's yeah. great. Good. It's like um, we always watch the movie Stepmom. Julia, I was Roberts. just obviously yeah. that's like when I'm thinking about Louise and I always watch it on Stepmom's Day because there is a Stepmom's Day. There is a Stepmom's <laughs> Day. Oh, so sweet. It's the but there is a hierarchy because it's always the Sunday after Mother's Day. Oh but uh, we do celebrate it and. You know, because I'm her parent. The thing about me being a stepmom, I'm not like the weekend, like dad's girlfriend. I'm like her legit parent. Like, for example, her mom just asked me to like have her full time for three weeks while my husband was on tour. So I am wow. like, wow. yeah, other stepmoms are just like, hi, little kid. But that's not me. Like, I'm a legit. It's cool. So yeah. her mom is cool and like totally like supports our relationship, which is which is awesome. Um, that's but great. yeah, that's but amazing. where we had the big fight, Pat, was about getting a dog because she wanted my stepdaughter to have a dog to go back and forth between the homes. And I like hate dogs. And my husband and I were like, no. And they got the dog anyway. That is crazy. No hats. And here's the thing is it's a happy ending because now we fucking love the dog and it worked out. Yeah. <laughs> so the yeah. dog is so cute. But I don't like saying that because that's going to give people out their ideas. Like, I think you can just like <laughs> force someone to have a dog. I know. I know. But dog, it added so much like love to us. We thought it was going to like add so much nuisance and annoyance, but it actually is like fun. And, and we don't have it full time. So I'm like, I can handle it. It's a small dog. I can handle a small dog like three days a week. Yeah, I guess I just feel like my apartment's so like messy of my own shit that I'm like, oh, great. Now a dog like, yeah, I, I can barely <laughs> clean up after myself now. <laughs> luckily for you, you don't co-parent with anybody. So it's not going to happen to you. Unless I co-parent with many, 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 many people. <laughs> many, many, many people I co-parent with. 
<laughs> um, just kidding. I co-parent with a single fucking person. But if your boyfriend um, wanted to get a dog, yeah. Yeah, we sometimes actually randomly talk about it. I think it'd be so good. It's it's not. Like, I think you'd be such good parent. I think Pat needs to get a kid. Honestly, instead of I would a dog, love, he needs to. I get would a love a kid. I would oh love my a god. Kid. <laughs> I'm pressuring Pat to have a kid. <laughs> no, I need to like answer an email being like, will you do a will you do a show in Union Hall next week? Like I'm I can't answer that email yet because it's too overwhelming to think about. So it's like I, I don't know like, what I I, I have www.adoption.com. Here's the thing. You can have kids so fucking late now. You can adopt a kid now when you're, oh, but there is, did you know this about adoption? You can't do a 10 year difference. So if you're 45 and you want to adopt, you can't get a baby anymore. There's like a cutoff from when you can get a newborn. Really? I'm dead you serious. You have to be 10 years old to have a newborn? <laughs> I know. No. Yeah. I <laughs> like, like, like the babies who have babies. Right. Like the babies who have babies. You have to be the one that's like two-year-old who like, doesn't know she's a baby and then like get, adopt like a newborn. <laughs> you, if you were, no, sorry. This, if you were 45, you would have to adopt like a, um, a 10-year-old. You can't get a baby. At a certain point, you are not allowed to have a certain age gap because you'd be too like old. Dead? Yeah. That is so strange. That's so Kenya, sad and weird. Kenya Moore gave birth at like 49. No, but this isn't giving birth. This is. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know it's not giving birth. <laughs> no, Pat, do you understand what adoption is? <laughs> oh, to go, Chloe, I know how to have sex. <laughs> we all um, kind of know how to get a kid. So it's, that's what it's seeming like from this conversation. We sort yeah, of yeah. Wow, that's an interesting world that I never knew about. That's good to know. Now, I have a question, I have a question. Do you think you went for a musician because your dad is? And it's <laughs> are you trying to are you being Oedipal? Oedipal? Are you, yeah, are you being Oedipal? Listen, <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Are you being Oedipal in your relationship? And if well, so- one thing I knew was that dating writers was fucking hell because they used my stuff against me. Mm. Um, oh. Like, one time I was dating this guy and he was like, I was like going down on him and then he like got in a bad mood, like something weird happened. And I was like, what's going on? He's like, oh, I'm just thinking about like, I'm thinking about that part in your book where like no. you get fucked from behind and I'm just <gasps> I can't believe you like fucked other people before you met me. I'm like, bye. What? Get the That's fuck out insane. of my house. He bullied me like with my he bullied me with my books. It was fucking crazy. I That's wrote a crazy. writer. He's like he was like a poet, right? He was like a Bushwick poet. I'm like, never oh. again. Oh. Never again. It was isn't that mean? You know what he yeah. actually yeah. said, you guys? He said, <laughs> he said, could you actually use a little bit less teeth? <gasps> and I was like, yeah. And oh, then I was f- like, why are you being mean to me? And he's like, I'm thinking about your scene and like get led astray where like you get fucked from behind and it's just it makes me really uncomfortable. I'm oh like, my God. Maybe don't think about my books while we're yeah. Like, like, yeah, maybe enjoy it. Or it's, also yeah. just grow up because like I had a lot, le- like we've all had sex and like. Right. It also, it does sound like two separate issues because for one, he's being crazy, but for two, you really shouldn't be using that much teeth. Chloe. <laughs> Yeah, it was a good pointer. Yeah, you kind of asked for it. <laughs> it was that's, it was a good pointer, but you know what's interesting? Now I am scared to give blowjobs because of that. Oh, wow! And I used get to back give out them, there. I used to give them all the time. Well, he fucking scarred me. I'm scared of my. Teeth. I don't blame you. <laughs> I was thinking about blowjobs there. Yeah, give me a like... tip. Give me some more tips. I, so, you oh, know, someone God. said someone said that to me once. I think sometimes people like to say that to make you feel bad because I'm like I'm not using my teeth. Like I, I know how this works. It's also like yeah. my teeth are in my mouth. Like how the fuck? Like I'm not mm. a porn star. Like yeah, fuck off. They want you to have no teeth. Well, I would never want teeth. I would never want <laughs> teeth. I have to. I have to speak up for that community of people who would never <laughs> want teeth. Um, so I I do understand that. Like if I felt teeth, I think I would immediately be like, don't 
use your teeth on me. But um, but yeah, I think with blowjobs, it's like <laughs> everyone is so different with what they like with blowjobs at the end of the day. That's really? why they're hard. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm people like, I like think different easy. things. No, I think like when you're gay, you really learn how different people's blowjob tastes are because you know what you're giving you like. and receiving, yeah. You're giving and receiving, and you know what people seem to be trying to do. It's like, you like this? Now I have heard everything. This sucks. <laughs> this totally sucks. You like this? You're liking what I'm doing? It sucks. I would hate if someone did this to me. Yeah. But, um, and just like everyone has like a different relationship. Everyone has a different relationship with their balls. Like some That's people so like. so true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like. Brian's you really have to, to get in there. Balls. You have to yeah. get in there and pretend you're brand new and you're mm. just figuring all this out for each individual. And you have to like communicate. You have to. That's what I hate about it, too, is like you have to be like, do you like that? Like, is that good? Or like, I know I hate that, too. Like, I never want to tell someone something's good. The, the fun is that it's like kind of a surprise that they figured out what was good. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And if you're telling them, then they like keep doing it. And you're like, I'm on board of it. You kind of ruined it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, blowjobs are one of those things. Like, <laughs> but that's, wait, why did that guy? Why did that guy come up? I don't know. Why did that? Why dating did guys, writers versus dating, oh, dating oh, oh, because you're being edible because you're dating your dad to, and you're married to your dad. Freudian. <laughs> okay. okay. And you're using teeth on your. You're using uh, teeth as you <laughs> as you blow <laughs> your dad. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> My husband and stepdaughter did just get back and they're in the kitchen. Oh my God, tell them hi. Tell them hi. <laughs> uh, no. So, okay. So I don't agree with the comment about dating my dad because here's why, here's why, here's why. There are a co- <laughs> few different kinds of musicians and my dad is the musician that's like folk guitar. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My husband is a jazz pianist. He went to Interlochen. He is a piano player. It is completely mm-hmm. different than like, hey, let's jam with our guitars. He's yeah. mad. He's mad. That's why your dad is And my dad wasn't like playing like gigs or touring. My dad was a carpenter and he Hot. opened, then his knees got bad and he opened a music store and taught guitar lessons. Whereas my husband like tours the world with piano. So and his fingers got broken and he opened a carpentry store. So it's completely opposite. <laughs> that's yeah, actually the exact crazy? opposite. And that is the arc. That's the arc of the memoir. That is yeah. interesting. But what was really crazy was that my husband, we met, um, I had seen him around town, but then we met on Tinder. He lives where I'm sitting right now across the street from my dad's music store. And he was like friends with my dad. Oh my um, God. And then the other beautiful thing was that my husband and I not knowing it and not knowing each other had the same exact therapist around the corner. No. And no way. so what was so beautiful was I was able to go to therapy and be like, yeah, so I'm dating Tony. And like, she was no, she's like, I know all of his process. I know his stuff. And like, no. She, and she even said, she's like, you guys are on the same path. Like you're on the same journey. And she is that allowed? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, so what's his deal? But Wait, like, she, I know everything about him. I can tell you. Oh, his therapist is literally Patty Stanger. We see like <laughs> <laughs> the bang, the clip on bangs fall. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my God. That's amazing. And then so it was, was she, amazing because did she like the wedding, we invited her and she said she had a boundary of not coming. Okay. Um, okay. Now she has boundaries. After yeah. After she absolutely tells Tony all your dirt. Like, are you the bitch? You should have said, excuse me. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I think I'm forgetting something. Aren't you the bitch who told me we're on the same path? So why are you now pretending boundaries exist? Bitch. I'm glad she didn't go. I'm glad she didn't go. I think she was right, but we did send her an invite because she was a big part. Because then we started going together to her. But what? But what was so great was it was such a shortcut because I didn't have to be like, 
hey, so there's this guy and here's his deal and here's his ex and here's his this and here's his that. She was like, I know everything. That's so crazy. It That's was LOL. the best shortcut ever because he was had a girlfriend in town and she was mean. And like she threw <laughs> she threw a bagel at me. And so <gasps> no. what? Yeah, a Bialy, a Bialy, a Bialy. <laughs> what? Tell, tell us the Bialy story. So when Tony and I started dating, he was just getting out of this relationship with this chick who has like a very like kind of like danger name, like sexy. I'm not going to say it, but it's like yeah, Vanessa. Yeah. Let's say it's like Vanessa or whatever, but it's like, okay, cool. but, it's, but it's like dirtier than that. Um, yeah. <laughs> dirtier than Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Dirty, dirtier than Use Vanessa, your imagination, boys and girls. <laughs> So it's dirtier. It's dirtier than Vanessa. And she, <laughs> they had a thing, but it was like kind of toxic and they were doing like, and yeah, she like had a secret kid that like, she didn't raise. Dirtier than Vanessa did. Yes. Dirtier than Vanessa's <laughs> and secret like, kid. And she like had, and then like left with the grandparents or something. Oh no. So anyway, so you was- whispering on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we hear you. No, because because no, her because kid, her daughter's. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's why. So, anyways, um, she wasn't happy. So Vanessa was not happy when, even though she didn't want to be with Tony anymore, she's like very ego and like she like plays pool all the time and she like drinks whiskey with the guys. She's like she's guy's girl and she hates women. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Jordi and Vanessa always is. Yeah, mm-hmm. she fucking yeah, she was really good at pool and like. So boring at this bakery and it was this really this bakery in town that like everyone loved is really good and I had a friend in town from Brooklyn and she wanted to go there because it's her favorite breakfast place and so I just started dating Tony and probably been dating like three weeks four weeks I'm not sure and we went and I ordered because they had like really good Bialis and shit and I ordered a Bialy um, and Daria ordered her breakfast and we went and sat outside. I didn't know Vanessa was working that day and Vanessa oh came God. out with my Bialy in like a paper bag and she fucking no. threw it at me. <gasps> that is so crazy. I know. It was so crazy X. I was like, what did your friend do? And then my friend laughed her ass off and then Tony showed up to meet us for breakfast and he went in and ordered something and she said i don't i'm not serving you (gasps) fair enough there was drama there was drama when we started to get to to the heart of the story i have to ask is bialy is a bagel without a hole and what do you do with it yeah i don't you eat it it's a like you would you put a spread on it or you just eat it like a no yeah there was shit on it you get it with cream cheese and greens or something and it's like poppy seed they're really good i don't know what makes a bialy like sometimes you want it over a bagel i have no idea it's maybe to be like quirky and interesting Mm -hmm. it works for this story For some yeah. reason now I keep thinking of this line, like Carrie's line read of like, but like with this, where she's like, and by the way, there is a right way to break up with someone and it doesn't involve a Bialy. <laughs> Very funny. Exactly. Oh my God. Why can't I write on there? Bialy. Samantha Irby's writing on there. Like, I know hell? you should write on there. Did y'all, did y'all watch she, it? Of course. I loved every course. second of it. Though, you know, Samantha Irby, I think put out a statement that she was like broken Holy. by the public response. Horrible. I hate, I yeah. hate our world. I hate our culture. I hate every, I can't believe it. I, I do have to stand up for the fact that like 
you we have to if we watch and just like that we have to react you know what i mean like we, we have to react but, we but have- do we but do we have to send death threats to someone who oh you know no. what i mean like no, she was no, getting no, death I, threats like she wrote, a, that is she wrote psychotic. a blog post about it where she oh, i didn't was, see that she got completely bullied and everyone wanted to murder oh her oh my god that's oh my god people are disgusting and for things that weren't her choice like why did you put Carrie wearing this? She's like, you think I have any control? Oh my god! Over- People are so fucking stupid. People interior are so stupid. Carrie's apartment. She is wearing like that. Like imagine that you I had that as a screenwriter oh. include what everyone was wearing. She's wearing um a romper from TJ Maxx. Yeah, just making it crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but wait, yeah, we have. That's uh, like when someone told me I should like donate forty thousand dollars to something. I was like, I don't know why you think I have forty thousand. Someone said that to you. Yeah, that's hysterical. People are people need help. They think um, you're a billionaire. Yeah. Because you're on Netflix, bitch. I know. Oh, don't mind if I do, but. <laughs> Wait, now, Chloe, who are, so who are you now? You're an authoress in, in Hudson. An authorist. Author. Yeah, I'm a writer. I'm, uh, what am I? I don't know. I'm just trying to maintain, like, life. I'm definitely a lot more stable than I was a few years ago. This is the first time I have a, a book coming out where I'm in a relationship. So it's kind of weird. Ooh. Like, my other books, yeah. I was, like, I was really free to just write crazy shit because I wasn't dating anyone. Hmm. Whereas now there's like a little bit more responsibility to it, um, which is interesting. And yeah, so the book's coming out. I'm a, I'm really I love, you know, being a stepmom. It's like so fun. I re- recommend everyone date someone with a kid because you get to be That's a so part- cool. you get to be a part time parent. It's like you get all the perks. Um, <laughs> yeah, I highly recommend it. So if you guys can break up with your currents and get, get someone with kids <laughs> or, or like what happened to my friend um her boyfriend who is my good friend from high school he found out a few years ago that he actually had a seven-year-old kid no. from college from a college girlfriend just running around and so you could find out maybe that brian has a secret kid i don't yeah, know yeah I'll, I'll check him i'll definitely touch base with him yeah why don't you just go ahead and send that crazy? Crazy. like that's crazy straight up why sitcom. is it like hot to me that he like had a kid <laughs> Um, you should it post is on, though, right? I agree. Yeah, you should post like, on your post vir- like his virility, like you know, yeah, yeah. time and space and years. Even you yeah. should post on your close friends, Catherine. Like, is anyone here like Brian's kid <laughs> looking for in search of Brian's kids? My close friends, I have like ten wanted comedians. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and then, what's your dream? Who do you want to be? Or are you already living your dream? I was thinking about like this. I want to be like I want to be like the kind of the kind of fame where they do the thing in the New York Times that's like what she does with her Sundays. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Even yes. though it's so I mundane. Like do that. They should do that for you now. I know, right? But they won't. And then I can talk about like having a Bialy on my Sunday or whatever. Oh my yeah. God. You can take them to the Bialy shop where you were abused. I want to be yeah. able to... <laughs> it's gone. It moved to another small town, Athens. Another upstate town. Um, mm. actually, I actually think it closed forever. Rest in peace. And that and Vanessa, Dirty Vanessa, moved to Montana. Thank God. Oh, oh, interesting. Dirtier than Vanessa yeah. <laughs> in Montana. Dirtier than Montana. Montana, Montana. Um, um, there was a girl on Real World Boston named Montana. Never forget, had red hair. Had wow, red hair. TBT. If someone then, has red hair, you never forget it. But yeah, no, that's who I want to be. I want to hopefully eventually have a child. But if I don't, it's kind of a sick life too, like being stepmom and totally. writer and. Yeah, you know, keep writing shit. It gets annoying because, like, I love writing nonfiction, but then everyone knows your shit. And so yeah. I'm, like, in this, like, between a hard place and a rock because, like, it's fun. But for women me. was kind of, women was, like. Women was 
fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Adapted. <laughs> do you want to um, write an? Wait, I do want to write a. I think I want to write a novel. It's so hard for me to be imaginative, Pat. Like everything yeah. I do, I like. I like to mine like real life, but me I too. think. Yeah, it's hard, but I'm like, how do I learn to have an imagination? Like, uh, why am yeah. I not imaginative? We I need to know. go like play in a sandbox. You know what I mean? We need to go like we need to go like play with it's blocks. true. Child's play, like basic play with water, kind of, or like what? Even with movies and books, I always need to read like things that could happen in real life. Like at least you guys, like, or at least Pat, you watch like horror movie i can't watch anything that can't happen in real life right um, I, I mean can are, happen duffel bag did you hear the story <laughs> are you are you a reality person on tv um not the way you are no not the way you yeah, are yeah. i i'm like you want to know the kind of stupid real well i used to be like you know real world and shit yeah, yeah absolute yeah. best but now no but i do watch mm-hmm, you guys are gonna hate me i do watch the home edit oh i don't hate that i would okay. like, wa- i would watch that okay what is that okay. Um, it's these two friends and they go into people's homes, sometimes just regular people and sometimes. Oh, is celebs. that where they color coordinate your books? I don't support that. Yes, I don't support color do. coordinating books. I, really, I do. Really, I do. Really I, do. Really I was doing that before that. other people were doing that. Really? Other people it were doing that. It takes away from like the, the erotic, like chaos. I know of the book, bookshelf. but I know how to find the book through its color, not through its, not through the alphabet. And Why are you against the alphabet? It's been there. It's been I there for a while. Am. I just but am. Colors are probably here first. And so. then Chloe, yeah. I have a question. I have another question. So do you read mostly memoir and essay or do you read novels? Now I'm reading read all both. the past year. I read both. Um, I would, if you asked me like three years ago, I'd say like all essays and stuff. I am so burnt out, Pat, because I teach memoir and personal essay. And at the end of the day, I feel like a social worker and I want to die because everything is trauma. And all I read is trauma all day, all day, yeah. all day. Ooh. Worst thing that ever yeah. happened to you. Cause you know, you've been in writing classes. So like just reading manuscripts of just terrible things like the body in the bag, like the duffel bag. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And assault and rape and oh. running over your toddler with your car. Oh, and my like, God. And then having to give feedback and be on Zoom and be like, so I think the sentence oh, could be better. Like, so it's so tough. So I recently am like, I quit one of my jobs where I was doing that because it started to feel like a total trauma Olympics. And I, I told them I couldn't hold the space because I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I can't hold the space for 10 people who are um totally experiencing trauma and whose brother was just killed in an accident like oh i'm my a god i'm not even like you need to have a training for something like that you have yeah, like, yeah. You need, like a therapist teachers. you yeah. can't just expect me to sit there and i'm good at it because i'm compassionate and stuff but like i just i, I burnt out so now i'm yeah reading, now i'm reading fiction i'm like i cannot read anyone's story right now yeah yeah um what else Catherine? should we wrap so, wait, tell, yeah i think we're gonna wrap up i want to hear it so first of all we're doing a really fun event together yes, i'm so are. excited oh, in I'm hudson jealous. on april 29th so if you're oh listening to this come on down i need to post about it um yeah it's a bookstore and bar and people love that shit so there's like yeah there's be beer so wine kombucha great book selection it's really really cute um right in the middle of hudson yeah, it's going to be me, Catherine, and um, Shayna, who has a book coming out in May. And she is actually the owner of a cafe in Hudson called Cafe Mutton. That's super cute. Amazing. So, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for doing it. It's oh. going to be super fun. Are you joking? I'm like, I've been looking forward to it for the past two I months. I know you I love an wait. excuse to come upstage. I do. Yeah. And I've just I know. Been like, Maybe I'll uh, go. Pat, can you come, come Pat? I would love to come. I have to look at my uh, scourge, but I think I'm probably... 
Eight four twenty nine. They think I'm renting a car. Just get an Airbnb, and you know that sounds very. Yeah, I would love to go upstate. And then when when is your book released? What's the date? Tomorrow, April nineteenth. Oh my god, tomorrow! Tomorrow. Oh my gosh! Tomorrow there is an event at Books Are Magic. Um, tomorrow night at seven. Yeah. Oh my god! That's oh so my exciting. god! I'm so so exciting. Congrats! Thank I just feel you. so fucking happy. Yeah, I am happy. I'm happy that we're in a world where I can like do some events um, outside totally. of my computer. Yeah. Oh my god! Absolutely. Yeah. Well, before we go, does anyone have a crush of the week? Yeah, my crush of the week is um that crush I talked about in the beginning. Yeah. That person that I saw. I saw a person that I hadn't seen since before quarantine, and. I had a crush seeing yeah was that exciting um it was yeah yeah alarming alarming it's a bit alarming um and then i followed him on instagram but didn't didn't follow me back of course of course of course give it a second hey give it a second yeah my crush of the week i think is my friend jd urban his real name is Joe and he's been doing, he did like my period themed photo shoot and he's just oh, so, so sweet good. and he's just like my best friend. And he made us like Easter dinner yesterday. There was all this good food at his house. There was challah. Oh my God. That's so fun. Tzatziki sauce and pita and chicken. And like, he always has us over for dinner and he just did all those photos and like conceptualized all the photos. And I just love him. So he's my crush. That's, oh, that's so good. Incredible. My crush is that age-old feeling of going home, <laughs> knowing that there's nothing age better. Old. I pull, pulling up to my parents' house and just like dropping my bags wherever I want and just like yes. laying on the. I mean, there's lit. It's literal heaven. Is there like good food there? Like, is there always like food in the fridge? Mm, it's more like Healthy. there's good restaurants. Okay, yeah. So we can just go and get get food. Um, and like my 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 dog, my parents' dog. It's more like my dad's because he's not. My dad's like in romantic love with him. <laughs> my dad came up and say goodnight to me. I was just making out with Neo. I'm like, sexy oh my god, and weird. That's sexy. He didn't say making out. Very, I don't know what he very he's sexy. like, I'm just giving him some love. I look over. They're like on the floor. I'm, I'm like, just okay. giving him some love. Um, um, he is really lovable. Anyways, that's I, my I had a girl in middle school who actually jerked off her dog. Shut the fuck. That seems like an urban legend. It seems like a rumor. It seems like a rumor, but I was there and she used a plastic bag no. over her hand. Yes. No, it's I do that there? all the time. Oh my that god, that's horrible. Po- I was there. That feels it- illegal. <laughs> she's in jail like about, now it seems like what your therapist <laughs> did that I'm girl doing and your therapist to, are in a cell together imagine me like I'm doing 20 to life for jerking off my dog <laughs> well it's, it's like you have a job interview and like do you have a criminal background it's like you have a felony for jerking off my dog 20 um, to life <laughs> I, see, I, I see her on Instagram with like her toddler and every time I just think no how would you off oh her dog. my god and we all know it we all um, know it. everyone all the truth salutes know it um do you do guys feel, feel hot today I actually do, which I never would have thought I you would. You look really hot. Is it the hat? It's the hat. It's the, it's glove. the one glove. It's the, glove. It's the, glove. It's it's the, the single lady stretch, stretch glove. Stretch. I have to say, like, I look, I look like shit the whole episode, but I felt so safe with y'all. I knew I could just come in here. I'm literally laying in bed. I knew I could be real with y'all. I knew I could be at peace. You're doing so. like dirty Vanessa hot. You're doing dirty. Yeah, you I'm going to throw a Bialy at you on the 29th. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hope so. Okay, oh, I, ha- I wanted to ask you about that, too. If you wanted to sing upstate song or if you want to read from your book. Whatever you, whatever you want. All right. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Um, I do feel hot and it's because I'm wearing a very tight, like bodysuit. Oh my oh God. My you God. Look Your hair is wearing, amazing. I'm not wearing a bra. So I'm Slut. feeling like I'm feeling slutty. Yeah. Yeah. You're a Vanessa What are you going to wear to the sexy book event tomorrow? 
Oh my God. I'm going to wear it while I worked at Mara Hoffman last year. So I have thousands of dollars worth of free clothing because I worked retail. By the way, Mm -hmm. tell your amazing friend. Thank you. I got my loop stuff. It's so good. I love it. She was like, I hope she likes what I sent her. The jumpsuit looked amazing on you. I love that jumpsuit. And she just sent me, yeah, I had to get a bigger size in the pants. Shout them out from the rooftops, but they're amazing. They fit incredible and there's nothing wrong with them. Shout out to Loop. Pants are hard. Shout out to Loop because they actually make bigger sizes. It's, there's nothing worse than when you really want something. You're like, oh, the bigger size just doesn't exist. Yep. These- Loop Loop goes up to size 20 and 4XL. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is a size inclusive. And so does Mara Hoffman. And, but yeah, I so tomorrow I am Mara wearing Hoffman. a bright, bright, period blood red dress tomorrow yes. with Converse to make it less fancy. And I, my husband oh, told fine. me to wear Converse. I was like, are you my gay boyfriend? Because my husband was like, you should like wear this. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see pics. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. I love Mara Hoffman too. I would definitely accept free items from oh them as well. Oh my God. Best me job too. ever. Yeah. Me too. I'll um, say. Okay, and thank you. Are you so guys mad at me? Are you guys mad at me? Oh my God. Not even for a second. This, was, this episode flew by. I was absolute heaven on earth. I know, I'm so excited. I'm so glad you Boston. two finally met because you really are. I know, me too. I'm so glad I met. I'm I was so... like dying, like literally, Pat. I quote you in the red zone about the ocean thing, and I'm like, no. yes, I do, because I was on the beach on my period, and I hate the ocean. And everyone's like, oh, don't you feel amazing with the ocean? And like, you, your life is insignificant. I'm like, no. And oh I quote, and I, and I talk about you. I'm so excited. Um, and also books. Catherine's first period story where your friends told you like your pussy was too hairy is also in the book. It's because, in it? <laughs> yeah, because there's a chapter of everyone's first period from like the 90s and the 80s, 70s, 60s, 50s. And oh yours God, is I'm in so it about excited. how you were listening to like the Rent soundtrack and like all of your shit. I really was. So, I'm yes, you are. You guys don't even know it, but you are in it. You have influenced so me. Excited. Your podcast is my best friend when I feel crazy and Prozac-y Aww. and like depressed. So I love you. And Pat, thank you for finally giving one kind of tiny shit about me for once in my oh. life. Oh, God. Huge shit. Huge monster. <laughs> because I love dump. you. I think you're the funniest person Photo dump. who lives. Oh, my and, like, gosh. I'm, okay. I'm obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like getting I'm sweating. No, I just I, I love so you much. both. I love I'm you everyone's so gateway much. drug to getting to know Pat. I know, yeah, I know. It must be so annoying because, like, even when we went out to dinner, I was like, "I love Pat." He like reads so many books. Oh, yeah. and I love Pat. And Catherine's like, "Oh yeah, my god!" No, I, I, I um, it only makes me feel extra lucky to know Pat as well and in love. Yeah, and and <laughs> hacks. Goodness. I'll just say, have... hacks was oh. you wrote the best episode. Like hands down. Oh, you wrote we the all best. Just, just like we Sam, all just like Sam Irby wrote the best episode of. And that episode like that. was amazing. Yes, it and was. No one sent me, and I know they no all better, helped. Blah blah blah. But still, it was your name. Right. So. No one better send me death threats over 1.69 million. The famous eighth episode of Hack season one, <laughs> or I will lose it on social. I, I'm gonna um, thank you so much. I'm gonna, yeah, you're welcome. Thank and you I'm so not much. mad at you guys. I love you. And even if you had jury duty, which may or may not have been true, I love you. It anyway. was true. I know. Well, I know. True. I'm done with this. I know. She was texting my, me like, "How's jury duty?" My <laughs> husband. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I did believe you was because my husband also just had jury duty. So I was like, all right, this is a thing. But um, I think they, they I think they even said it's the it was like their first round back in person. OK. In the courts. Anyway, now they, now, now it's starting to, to feel like you're lying. Now it's like the more and they even, said, they even said your husband had it. And they said that I have to go lay in my bed. So it's been really right. awesome talking to you. all OK. <laughs> thank you so much. Bye, Bye y'all. Much Bye. love. Kisses. Pat, come to Hudson. Bye. I will. Sweet treatment. If you're boring